We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. Bob Bernie Live, looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. Uh, you want a little more proof of the depravity of some of the curriculum being used in our public schools? Well, how about Missoula, Montana? Parents are outraged when uh, some of their children came home with a questionnaire from their freshman health class. This is Sentinel High School in Missoula, Montana. Yeah. Freshman health class, Sentinel High School in Missoula, Montana. Now, the teacher of this freshman health class did not intend for the students to actually take this out of the classroom. But a couple of the kids snuck it out, took it home, and their parents saw it. Let me read to you some of the questions from the the questionnaire handed out again in a health class in Missoula, Montana, Sentinel High School. Question number one. 99% of reported rapists are heterosexual. Why are straights so sexually aggressive? Yeah, let that sink in. 99% of reported rapists are heterosexual. Why are straights so sexually aggressive? Question number two. The majority of child molesters are heterosexuals. Do you consider it safe to expose children to heterosexual teachers, scout leaders, and coaches? Uh, You get the intent, right? You see where this is going? And then question number three. When did you choose your sexual orientation? Um, and then a couple of them, um, no, I'm not going to read those. I mean, they're not, they're not obscene, but I'm just, I'm just not comfortable in reading them on the air. Um, parents began questioning the school board. Quote, one parent who wished to remain anonymous said her child felt uncomfortable. Um, yeah, yeah. Her child felt uncomfortable with the questions and questioned if they were a bad person because they are straight. Did you get that? That was exactly the intent of the questionnaire. A freshman comes home, tells parents he or she feels that they are a bad person because they are straight. 
The parent, quote, said it wasn't just the questionnaire that was upsetting, but the context and the timing. It was handed out at the end of class with no discussion. Yeah. Uh, The school board uh, was confronted, and this is the statement that they released. This is the official statement from the Missoula County Public Schools. And I quote, MCPS was recently made aware of a handout that was given to students in a high school health class. The handout was intended as a demonstration exercise to show how certain questions can be seen as offensive. Students were not expected to provide written answers. The questions on the handout were intended for discussion purposes and are not part of our approved curriculum. When the handout was brought to the district's attention, there was an immediate investigation and the handout was removed. MCPS has a challenged materials procedure that anyone can access. Generally, the challenged materials procedure is used when there is a challenge to curriculum used in our classrooms. However, the handout in this particular incident was not a part of the curriculum and should wait should not have been used as it is not a part of our approved instructional materials for this unit. The district has taken appropriate remedial action to prevent this from happening again. Uh, was the teacher disciplined? We don't know. Uh, what remedial action did they take? We don't know. But the school board never would have known had not some of the kids taken the handouts home and concerned parents had spoken up. Let me repeat what I've said many, many times. If there is one silver lining in the whole COVID thing, if there is one positive that has come out of this, it is the fact that many, many, and I'm talking many, thousands and thousands of parents saw what their children were actually being taught in the classroom for the very first time because of in-home learning. No in class because of COVID. We now know that that was nonsense. It was very destructive to the kids, uh, emotionally, academically, and even physically. We now know that was a terrible, horrible mistake. The kids should not have been kept at home. We know that now. But again, one of the good things is Many parents began looking over the shoulder of their kids at the virtual classroom, and they began seeing and hearing what their teachers were being, what their teachers were teaching their own children. And they didn't like it. And they became active. There are hundreds, if not thousands, of parents on school boards today because they saw what their children were being taught, and they realized that they had not been involved in their child's education, 
And when they saw what was being taught, they knew they had to do something about it. And one of the things they could do was run for a school board. And thousands of parents across America who have never run for any elective office, ran for school board, have been elected, and they're causing waves. That's a good thing. Parents are showing up for school board meetings for the first time. Now, teachers' unions are panic-stricken. They are absolutely panic-stricken because they don't want parents to know what they're doing. They're the experts. But the good thing is parents are getting involved. It is a movement that is increasing in size, in scope, and intensity across America. Also, thousands and thousands of parents are pulling their kids out of the public schools because they, for the very first time, found out what their kids were experiencing. All of that's good. Uh, Will it lead to major changes in our public education system? Not until there are revolutionary changes in the teachers' unions. There are a lot of good teachers out there. But there are some really rotten teachers' unions, including the National Education Association, which is the largest and probably the most liberal union in America. We won't see substantial changes until we see substantial changes at the union. All right, we'll take the final break, and uh, we'll be back, wrap things up. Wait till you hear what happened at a church in Canada just recently. Wow. Unbelievable. I'll share it with you when we return. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. Just one more thing on um, school curriculum, public schools, and so forth before we move on to this church in Canada. Uh, The liberal left is going absolutely insane over this new law in Florida that prohibits teachers from discussing sexually explicit topics in kindergarten through third grade. Liberal left is going nuts. We have a similar piece of legislation being introduced here in the state of Ohio. And likewise, the liberal left is going crazy. Mainstream media is going crazy. Local media is going crazy. Local TV stations are going crazy. Local radio is going crazy. A group of students at one of our local Central Ohio high schools marched out of class last week in violation of school rules to protest this legislation. Um, it hasn't even been voted on. It's not even close to being voted on. I would say that 99.9% of those students 
had no clue what was actually in the legislation, but they had been told, it's terrible, it's discriminatory, it's radical. It's just nutso. Think about this, and this is not original with me. I don't have a whole lot of original thoughts. But someone else thought of this, and when I saw it, I thought, oh my goodness, why didn't I think of this? And here it is. The next time you hear someone talking about this legislation in Florida or the legislation being proposed here in Ohio, think of this. If I were to discuss with people here at WRFD the sexual things that are prohibited in this Florida legislation and the Ohio legislation, if I were to discuss those things with adults here at WRFD, I could be and would be fired. There's no doubt about that. Our HR would not allow it. And I don't know where you work, but I would say that 99% of the cases, wherever you work, you could not discuss those things with someone at work, particularly someone of the opposite sex. If you did, you would be fired. But they want a teacher to talk about those things to little children. Let that sink in. They want a teacher to talk about those things to little children. But if you were to talk about those things to an adult of the opposite sex at your work, you would probably be fired. Yeah, like I said, not original with me, but let it sink in. All right, real quickly, how evil have some churches become? And I'm talking evil. The Churchill Park United Church of Winnipeg, California, or not California, Canada, pardon me. The Churchill Park United Church of Winnipeg, Canada, recently held what they called a crossing over ceremony in which an 86-year-old woman killed herself, took her own life, committed Suicide. With the encouragement of the church. The minister of the church, the Reverend Don Polke, or Rolke, R-O-L-K-E, said, it seemed appropriate to hold the ceremony in the sanctuary, as churches are often host and home to all the raggedness of our lives and to some of our significant life rituals, baptism, marriage, ordination, funeral, or memorial services. For us, it was perfectly natural to hold this service for Betty in our sanctuary, because death is a natural part of life, and Betty had lived a good part of her adulthood in this faith community. Story goes on, they took out all the chairs, they brought in tables, they had snacks. Betty sat in a recliner in the middle of the sanctuary where she took a fatal dose of medication 
That took about an hour to kill her. The uh, lethal cocktail of drugs, quote, was administered at 1 p.m. Betty was dead within an hour. They didn't remove her body until 4 p.m. This is a church that claims to be a Christian church in Canada. Speaking of the bizarre Joe Biden, our president, who claims to be a devout Catholic, has announced his uh, new Vatican ambassador, who also is a Catholic. His name is Joe Donnelly. He is pro-abortion. Yes. When he served in a particular legislature, he received a 28% pro-life voting record from the National Right to Life. Yeah, 70% pro-abortion record, 28% pro-life. He is the new ambassador to the Vatican. What in the world is Joe Biden thinking of? And if the Vatican had real courage, they would reject him. But they won't. These are the strange times in which we live. Hey, folks, I hope you have a wonderful evening. But wherever you go and whatever you do, please remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern.